Hello and welcome to the Daily Booktopian for Tuesday, June 16th. I'm Mark Harding, Content and Brand Manager for Booktopia, and this is a podcast about reading in the time of isolation and social distancing. Joining me today, a Senior Content Producer and Editor of the Booktopian blog, Liv Frico. Hello, Liv. Hi, Mark. And Social Media Specialist and Producer of the Daily Booktopian podcast, Nick Lucilia. Hello, Nick. Hi, Mark. So let's jump right into it with you, Liv. What have you been reading? Hello. So uh, I kind of devoured this novel um, in about two days. I mean, it's not very long, but it's just the kind of novel you can't, literally could not put down. I just wanted to keep reading it. And that novel is The Incendiaries by R.O. Kwon. The more I say the word The Incendiaries, the harder and more ridiculous it sounds. Uh, so I'm, not, I'm just going to call it the book from here on out. Basically, it's about these two people, um, Will and Phoebe. They meet at college, and Will has come from an evangelistic Christian background. He came from a Bible college, and he was so into it, and then he's lost his faith. And so he's kind of suffering a crisis of identity. And so he meets this girl called Phoebe. She's Korean, um, Korean-American, and she's come from a background that's not really religious, but... Um, she believe, she holds herself responsible for the death of her mother, for the recent, recent death of her mother. So she's come to college and she's completely haunted and, like, not in a great place. And these two meet and they fall in love. But uh, as the story progresses, we discover that, like, Phoebe has been slowly drawn into this weird Christian cult um, that's weirdly connected to her father in North Korea. And... It's such a powerful story because um, the novel opens with a terrorist attack that's been taken out by this cult. That's been, um, sorry, that's been um, taken that the cult is is responsible for, and he has a feeling that Phoebe is involved somehow, and it just kind of traces steps backwards to the point of watching someone who was so isolated and devastated fall under the influence of, you know, these people and this ideology. It's so good. Like the writing is what I loved the most about it. She, um, I think it's a debut. Yeah, Arokwan. It's Arokwan's debut, and oh my god, you would not have thought because she's so confident in her writing, and it's just beautiful writing, like punch to the gut kind of writing. So it I really like love this. I was just gonna say, it sounds like it's very timely as well. Yeah. Well, this was written in 2018. Mm. Um, and it's been on my shelf for ages, and I just, I don't know what made me pick it up, but really, really good. Um, and also, last night, I couldn't sleep, so I decided to read half of Station Eleven, because I realised, even though I'd talked about it so much in these podcasts and in all of this, like, bloody COVID-19 content, I hadn't actually read it since the first time, and it it's holding up. I'm really happy. <laughs> Excellent. You do talk about that one a lot. That's uh, Yeah, I'm sorry. If everyone's <laughs> tired of hearing about it, you probably are. I just want to let you no, know no, I'm good. reading it again it's and it up. Yeah, no, I have I haven't read it since I first um since I first read it several years ago. So I think it is it is well past time for everybody to revisit that one. Mm, especially since at least in Australia we're kind of opening stuff up again and society is trying to go back to normal, whatever normal looks like. So it's just yeah. interesting to see what could have been, I guess. So, and what about yourself, Nick? What have you been reading? Um, so last Thursday, 
last in, in last Thursday's podcast, um, I basically had the chance to chat with Ben and Renee, um, and we had a really interesting discussion um, about the new Kate Grenville book, um, A Room Made of Leaves. And I have kind of, I've never really, ju- I never really have had any chance to read any of Kate's actual uh, fiction work, but I knew, I know her from the many non-fiction works that she's done, particularly around writing. So she was uh, a writer who she's written quite a lot of fantastic books um, around the actual method, style, technicality of writing, um, how you actually push through issues with writing. Um, and hearing kind of the, the fantastic uh, analogies and conclusions and discussion that Ben brought to the table and also Renee in terms of discussing uh, A Roommate of Leaves, I decided to actually revisit a a book uh, that she did called The Writing Book, which is effectively a book around uh, the processes of writing fiction, um, which is become is a book that I've used quite a lot in my own writing, but especially right now because I've been hooked on the entire uh, issue of Writer's Block because I'm currently in the middle of writing my own book and Writer's Block is destroying me right now in all sorts of ways um, in terms of how you have periods where you just cannot write and you feel like the ideas aren't going and you, you fall into the issue problems of procrastination and, you know, thinking, oh, I'll just deal with the book at another time. And it's it's almost ironic that in this period where we have time to pick up hobbies and things, um, I found it more difficult to write because... Is your, is, to be honest, is your book about uh, um, uh, social media um, specialist that everybody <laughs> underestimates and, you know, thwarts a terrorist attack or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's about, it's, a, it's, kind of <laughs> it's about, it, at the moment, the book's kind of uh, based in the country. It's kind of like almost being, it's like that, it, there is a whole isolation streak that goes through it, which is, I, I think would be easy to pull from. And yet when I actually sit down to write it, uh, nothing comes out and it does my head in. Um, but so, but Kate, I also she, with my concept if it's better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just have, have to say, I love your transition from talking about, you know, the godly Kate Grenville to, oh, I'm writing my own stuff too. It's very smooth. Well, no, yeah. no. Okay. Well, if I was to, if I'm to direct, casually. <laughs> I'm just, if I'm to, no, well, let, allow me to direct the conversation back to Kate. <laughs> This uh, this incredible uh, book that she had, had has written, the writing book, is a really if you are someone who actually is looking to try and get into creative writing and write fiction, um, you've got this idea in your in your head that you just can't stop thinking about and you're just burning to tell it. This is a perfect book for you. And Kate is incredibly good at kind of conveying not only uh, the small little technicalities and and secrets about how to craft great characters convincing dialogue um whatever it may be but also um is very good at basically running uh, helping you with running into the issues that you're going to experience like writer's block and like uh self-doubt and self you know being self-deprecating about your characters and the actual creation and story that you're doing um and even down to the things like you know, developing confidence in the voice and your method of actual storytelling. So um, 
it's a, I think it's it's a fantastic book and you considering all the amount of, amount that she actually puts into practice in the books that she has been putting out recently and you know because we've everyone in the office has been talking about a roommate of leaves and how fantastic it is um, and how it is the actual work that she puts into it is so fantastic to actually see how she breaks down her own process uh, in this book is absolutely fascinating and I highly recommend it to anyone. Uh, who is wanting to get into reading and not, or more specifically, into writing? Great. There's some amazing um, uh, authors out there who have written like some truly great books about writing, and um, I, I always go to um, Stephen King's On Writing. I don't know if anybody's read that, but that's also an amazing, um, amazing guide to getting into creative writing. Mm, yeah, exactly. I've been hooked. Podcast in that books about writing, the best books about writing. Yeah, I think there's a you could talk about yeah yeah we could do something about it. We're in we're, we could you know when things when things are back to normal we can talk about we could, there's another topic of conversation. Another one for me is there's a couple of of masterclass um, episodes and podcasts or podcasts or oh, episodes the ones that with are on YouTube all the time with like Margaret Atwood where she's like let's start the story a different way. It was dark inside the wolf. <laughs> For like Little Red Riding Hood. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So her, um, Neil Gaiman, as well, has got an oh, yeah. amazing one. Um, and he he also talks about writer's block a lot, where he says about how he, he has a fantastic analogy that writing effectively is trying to drive with one headlight out, um, driving through driving through the fog with one headlight out. So it's like you basically can't see in front of you at all. But then every so often the mist will clear. And, and I love his analogy as well about his second draft, about the second draft. He goes, the entire point of your second draft is to make it look like you knew what you were doing the whole time. And I'm like, <laughs> genius. Yes, it's so true. But, yeah, so highly recommended. There's lots of fantastic resources out there for those of people who want to kind of get into writing and learn more about the actual process itself. Awesome. All right. Well, I think it's time in the, the time in our podcast where we shout out to an Australian author. So, Lynn, who do we have today? Today we have um, a debut YA author called Anna Waitley, um, and she recently published a book called Peter Liars Rating Normal, uh, and it's an own voices uh, contemporary story about a young sixteen-year-old girl named Peter who has autism, and she's also trying to work out how to go through life and she's spent a lot of time like masking her like her tics and her personality just to make people around her comfortable and then she meets this new girl called Sam and she falls in love and she starts to kind of reevaluate reevaluate everything about whether or not she does want to fit in and appear like neurotypical um and Anna Waitley is on the blog today. She's answered a Q&A about the book. So if you want to read all about that and maybe check out getting your own copy of that, uh, head over to the Booktopian. Nice. Well, thank you very much, uh, Liv, and thank you, Nick, for joining me today. And thank you to everybody who listened. Uh, you can listen to all of our episodes for free right now on SoundCloud and iTunes. And we'll be back at the same time tomorrow with another Daily Booktopian. Until then, keep reading and please stay safe. Thank you for listening to the Booktopia podcast channel. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for free and get access to hundreds of author discussions, book analysis pieces and more. Or if your eyes need a workout, 
head to Booktopia TV on YouTube. Don't forget, for all books featured in this podcast and for access to a whole bunch of other fun content on our blog, head to Booktopia, Australia's local bookstore at booktopia.com.au. I did Beautiful. swear once, Nick. Are you proud of me? <laughs> I'm putting that as the ending slot. No. <laughs> Again, every time, you, every time. It's it's. <laughs>